This is In the Know for Friday, October 13, the 286th day of 2023. There are 79 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll get you ready for a big weekend. Guy, the Cougar Sports Report. That and a whole lot more coming up today. Here on in the know. Settling into my left. Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Here's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. What do you got around your neck there? Is that a well, special? Well, so I really like Friday the 13th. So I kind of went yeah. with that theme. But then I thought, okay, well, it's also game day, so I need some orange. So I have Alea's um, Halloween Mickey Mouse light up. Cool. A remnant. You made it work. I'm so glad yeah. you brought up Friday the 13th okay. because I had some Friday the 13th whack facts for you here. All right. Uh, in France, a professional 14th guest is hired for occasions with only 13 guests expected to avoid bad luck. Okay. So the French don't leave anything to chance. In 1970, Apollo 13, the 13th mission launched from Pad 39, which is 13 times 3. It was aborted after an explosion. The rocket had left the launching pad at 1313 Central Time, and the date was April the 13th. Wow. Read anything into that? Wow. The Olsen twins were born on Friday the 13th. Taylor Swift was born on Friday, December 13th. She turned 24 on Friday, December the 13th. And Tupac died on Friday the 13th in September of 1996. And if you watch Friday the 13th in reverse... Jason saves all those people with a magic machete. <laughs> it's a really, I mean, if you watch it in reverse, it's really an uplifting oh, type of story. Goodness. So there are some whack facts for you. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee. Covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm thinking about Halloween candy and stock getting stocked up. Um, you're giving away Halloween candy at your house? Uh, sure. Yep. I, I think Sam is a lights out kind of uh, person. I've never had, even if I've had my light on, I've never had a... Not a single one. And usually when I'm when I'm here, I usually we're at... Uh, safe spot. Safe spot. Or last year the Bengals played at the same time, and that in that case the light was off. You want yeah. to take a stab? I remember that. You want to take a stab at what Kentucky's favorite Halloween candy is for trick or treat? Necco wafers, Reese's peanut butter cups. That should come as no surprise. But listen, you got to be committed. You can might do maybe do the singles, but if you've got a high volume of those, mm-hmm. you can get into some coin pretty quick if you're doing the. Especially if you're doing like the king size Reese's peanut butter cups, you know you've made it when you can give away the king size Reese's peanut butter cups. You say, "Here, kids, have those." But so, you don't like Reese's peanut butter? No, cups? No, I do. Oh, okay. I never said that I didn't. I didn't no, I seem, just you seemed underwhelmed by the idea that I Kentucky just more chooses Reese's. More just not surprised. Gotcha. Hopefully, you enjoyed yesterday as a warm day because you get one more, and that's today. 
And then we will see cool and cloudy weather for the uh, back half of the weekend. Not going to be particularly warm tomorrow, but uh, we will get into the mid-60s. But by comparison, we'll see 82 today. And overnight rain chances. I do think Cougar football wraps up or is nearly wrapped up by the time that um, I think during the district championship celebration, Hmm. there might be a few sprinkles. Uh, I'm hoping that it holds off until then. But I think the rain moves out by... 4 or 5 a.m., and I think we're in good shape for the Twin Lakes Marching Classic tomorrow. But we'll see 66 for the high tomorrow. Overnight low tomorrow night of 51, 59 as the high on Sunday. And then lows in the 40s, highs in the 50s, and lower 60s for the early portion of the week. And then we'll warm up slightly for the second half of next week. So that's what you can uh, prepare for. Get a little drizzle maybe from here and there and that type of thing oh by speaking of meteorology uh, meteorological things uh, we've got an eclipse tomorrow nothing like 2017 with the totality and kentucky will get at best in the western half of the state 50 percent or so so you'll see a little bit of uh a little bit of uh, uh difference and that's about 1203 central time tomorrow so the next big one. If you're in uh, tomorrow, if you're in Oregon in the path of the annular solar eclipse, you'll get that ring of fire that mm-hmm. is uh, such a classic. So, but you got to go to Oregon or down into Texas if you want to do that. T- take your pick, whichever you like. But around here, twelve oh three Central Time is the best time to see it in Kentucky. I know. I was watching preparing for a center game, and center plays a team, and I was watching the other team's coaches show. And the coach made a comment saying, "I'm not sure I've ever played a football game in an eclipse." Oh, yeah, so I asked you, did. "Have you ever?" You got to ask the bells if they've ever done a band contest in an eclipse. I know the eclipse will have technically. I mean, uh, theoretically, it's still hanging on by one o'clock, and I think a senior recognition like one thirty, fifteen, one thirty, something. Yeah, one thirty. So I mean, yeah, it could it could still still be a possibility. Uh, Israel is uh, was dropping leaflets all over Gaza yesterday in the classic, you know, World War Two. We dumped these leaflets on paper to say get out. They're telling 1.1 million people to get out of Gaza because we're coming in. Problem? They're landlocked. Where are they going to go? You know, they've pretty much got a fence built around the Gaza Strip in that area. So, but basically, they are staging, saying we're coming in. Uh, about half of the territory's population is about uh, 1.1 million people, and they're saying they're coming in within 24 hours. Domestically, Hamas has been calling for. I think they're calling today the Day of Terror. So people around the globe are on alert, especially around synagogues. And so don't be surprised if you hear about um, people trying to implement terrorism around the globe today. Uh, the other national headline going on, Steve Scalise says, no, thank you. Uh, he he won the straw poll two days ago and to become the next Speaker of the House, but apparently he was not willing to negotiate to the level that the uh, the – the right wing nuts, um, the Matt Gateses of the world, basically that ousted McCarthy, and there's he's saying I, I'm not I'm going to agree to do the best job possible, but I'm not going to agree to your conditions. And then he said I'd rather bow out. So I don't know if that paves the way for Jim Jordan or not, but it is turning to as Tommy Tuberville calls it a clown show. Tommy Tuberville is uh, proving to be correct. It is a he, clown show. And if he calls it a clown show. It's got to be something, right? A Breckenridge County inmate who walked away from work release has been captured. 42-year-old Wendell Dow Morton from Somerset walked away Tuesday afternoon from the Breck County Detention Center Recycling Program. 
He was uh, captured yesterday morning by Cloverport uh, Police Chief Chris Woosley, who happens to be a lifelong friend of mine. Oh. Went to church together our entire lives. Police continue to search for a man wanted for first-degree rape and sexual abuse of a child. State police and Bowling Green police are searching for a 40-year-old Anthony Murphy. He is wanted for first-degree rape and first-degree sexual abuse of a child under the age of 12. If you know anything about him, call 270-781-CLUE. 270-781-CLUE. There is a reward for that person. The gubernatorial candidates of uh, Bashir and Cameron were in western Kentucky yesterday down in the Paducah area, WPSD, and uh, somebody else in western Kentucky were sponsoring a forum. It was yesterday afternoon, probably available online on WPSD's website or socials if you'd like to go back and look at it. It's the first of several crucial face-offs ahead of the November uh, 7th election. I think they are going to meet like seven or eight times in the, that Something short like a period of time, I think it's too much. I, I know that they kind of have to kowtow to the people that say, uh, we've decided we're going to have a debate, and they're important enough that they can't really say no, but it, it's just going to be the same thing over and over and over. It's Cameron trying to nationalize the race, Cameron just trying to say that Andy Bashir is Joe Biden. And historically, that tactic works. But here's the thing that here's the thing for Bashir. Bashir's either going to win because of COVID, flooding, and tornado, or he's going to lose because of COVID, flooding, tornado. Like those are the issues. Governor Bashir is not being held up to a are you a Biden lover or are you not a Biden lover? It's what he's done in Kentucky during extreme duress that the people in the middle, you got people that are going to absolutely vote for him. You're going to have people over here who are absolutely not going to vote for him. It's the people in the middle, and it's on those, it's that issue that they're going to decide whether he gets another four years or not. So that typical tactic of saying, I don't know, Andy Bashir's a whole lot like Joe Biden or he's a lot like Nancy Pelosi, I don't know that that hunts in this race. And I think that's some of why you're seeing the polling the way that it is. And he's been brilliant. He's lining up taking credit for things that really were done by the legislature, but if people believe it, then he he gets the benefit for it. So, good for him. A top Ford executive says the company has reached the limit of how much money it will spend to get a contract agreement with the striking UAW union. The president of Ford Blue says told reporters yesterday that Ford stretched to get to the offer it now has on the table. His, uh, those comments are basically uh, 180 degrees from what the UAW is saying, saying record profits and et cetera, et cetera. So doesn't sound like that this is coming to an end anytime soon. And you're seeing, you know, you're seeing labor, uh, labor employer tensions, you know, ripple across. It started with the uh, writers and then the actors, and we've gone to automakers. Uh, you'll see you've had some of this going on with Amazon over the last few years. So it's like there's this big reset going on post-COVID in trying to um, negotiate the best deal that is possible. If you've ever wanted to own a dump truck formerly driven by colleagues of Chris Jesse, (laughs) here's your chance. 
If you've ever wanted to what have if I your, want his dump truck? If you, I don't know they let him in a dump truck. I mean, he has one of those cool little, you know, white trucks that has a yellow, you know, gumball on the top of it. Um, Can we just buy his from him so he doesn't have a truck? I don't think he's allowed to sell it directly. I don't think that's I don't think that's possible. Uh, but if you've ever wanted to own your very own snowplow, like Sam, you could put a snowplow to the front of your Honda hmm. and drive around. I think that would look pretty. Will pretty he cool. autograph it? Yes. Yeah, I can can speak on his behalf. He will. I don't even know it all, and I know that he will. The (laughs) KYTC is having a surplus auction, and it will begin on Monday. And you can see all these items in person, no appointment necessary, in Frankfurt on Wilkinson Boulevard at their headquarters, at their division of equipment. And then the auction takes place online. But this gives you the ability to go kick the tires on the snowplow. You know that. The transfer. Remember the day I got stuck in the snow at Bear Creek? It's been a couple of years ago. We everybody was stuck, and then there was the there was the snowplow that came through that and basically just him. said, "Yeah, it said mm-hmm. get behind me," and he towed every. That's the truck I want. Yeah, I want the truck that was saved Chris, us. Was in the Chris snow. Jesse driving that truck? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> he doesn't get to drive. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't drive trucks like that. Is he not allowed? Is that like? Does he, Jim Gray he's not He's allowed him? to ride in the passenger seat hmm. on those, but I don't think he's allowed behind the behind the wheel. If you're a Social Security recipient, uh, you are one of millions who will get a 3.2% increase in benefits in 2024, which is uh, less than this year's historic boost, but maybe reflects moderating consumer prices. The COLA means the average recipient will receive more than $50 more every month beginning in January the AARP estimated that increase at about $59 a month. So 50 59 in that range. Of course, that's, that's an average, um, but it's a two, 3.2% COLA increase year over year. UofL will be trying to avoid a letdown after their big win in Louisville over Notre Dame. Last Saturday, they'll be traveling to Pitt. Now, Pitt's not a world beater, but you probably can't take Pitt for granted, and especially not at Pitt. So Louisville will be trying to say, hey, they're basically trying to, they're hoping they didn't fire all their weaponry uh, against Notre Dame. So that'll be tomorrow. I think that's a... It's on the CW, too. It is? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that's the only place you can watch it is on the CW. Interesting. I want to say it's like a 6 o'clock or or 5 o'clock central. Is that because it's at Pitt? Is that why it's on some... No, I think think the... That is their equivalent of, like, the SEC Network Plus. Oh, I see. I, th- I think that that's kind of like that they're trying to find any different way that. As Harper Jones says, on the computer. Yeah, yeah but, it, the but, it's on not, the computer. but it's not. But it's quite. not on the computer. It's yes. actually still on cable. Yeah, but if you have the CW, which I'm not entirely sure that I do. Yeah, we got it. Okay. We got it. It's on. It's on right there above you. In case you... are we watching the CW right now? No, I think we are. I'm not sure I could find the CW, but I know that it's on there. It's there. Uh, Kentucky will host Missouri tomorrow night. Both these teams are trying to shake off tough losses from last week. Missouri let one get away. The Cats were never in the trip to uh, trip to Athens. So both will be trying to look to shake that off and get back to winning ways. These two teams over the last few years, uh, I think Missouri dislikes Kentucky way more than Kentucky dislikes Missouri. It's like we're we're at a level that they think – 
they should beat and they want to beat, and it makes their season if they beat, et cetera. So I think the biggest thing is Kentucky's won most of the games recently. Yeah, and then they've won. You know, they won in some weird ways uh-huh. too, especially out there that they kind of went, hey, they, they kind of got some. They're kind of gripey about us, I guess. So I don't know. Maybe they have a legitimate reason. I don't know. But okay, there are your news headlines. We're going to dig deep um, into Cougar Sports Report coming up. By the way, Twin Lakes Marching Classic is tomorrow. You heard us mention it earlier, but learned last evening. Largest band contest in the state this year. So, good looking out. And they brought you for the MC. They don't mess around. They don't mess around. we got to get to a break. We'll come back with more here on In the Know. Today is, of course, Friday the 13th. Uh, it is National M&M's Day. You know, they didn't introduce blue M&M's until 1995, so I'm glad they did that. Uh, M&M's were on the first space shuttle voyage in 1982. It's good to know. Uh, also, today is Silly Sayings Day. Tomorrow is Bald and Free Day. Whoop, whoop. I'll be celebrating. Uh, I'll be celebrating my freedom at the Twin Lakes Marching Band Classic. Did you hear that, honey? Tomorrow's I Bald did. and Free Day. Yes. Okay. It. It's also dessert day. So I'm going to have a special dessert. All right. I'll have the dessert for, is, I'll have a pork chop sandwich for dessert. I was going to say, is that your dessert? Pork? Yeah, pretty much. Are you ready for the crockpots? You know, here's the thing is that, I, I, I mean, I like, the, I like the sea of crockpots. I, I mean, I do. But then sometimes I fill up on that stuff and I go, well, wait a minute. I need to be pork chopping. Well, have you not started fasting yet? No, uh, I'll do that tonight. I won't eat after 10 o'clock tonight. So is that enough time? <laughs> are you, are you, uh, are, are you uh, what you would call it, a, a gremlin? <laughs> yes, yes. Tomorrow is also frump day. You know, and you call somebody frumpy. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of. I do. All right, you know what frumpy mm-hmm. looks like? Yeah. Frump is frugal, responsible, unpretentious, mature person. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what it actually means. Sunday is Grouch Day. Sunday is Mushroom Day. Sunday is I Love Lucy Day. So that's what you're Aww. celebrating this I weekend. It is a big night at Grayson County High School tonight. Uh, not only will I be there, that's the reason that it's going to be very uh, important. I'm sure it'll be a complete sellout once the news of that spreads around. Uh, but LA is going to be cheering tonight, so that, that would be for, the, for the honest, be that the, would be the reason why people would. the secondary reason why. But also, Cougars have a chance to do something tonight uh, against Seneca that uh, doesn't happen around these parts very often. They can walk away district champions tonight, Sam. Yes, which and it's a little weird because things have changed over the years as far as whether things are called district championships or not. But really, in all reality, it will only be the second time. 2014 was the only other time that the Cougars won a district championship. Now, back in 81 and 82, they finished 2-0 and in district play. But it was a little weird as far as was that con- like considered a district champion because they did the playoffs differently and everything. So they have the chance to become only the third team to sweep district play, which makes it almost even more impressive because that would be four games that they did it. Yeah, so no matter how you slice it, it's uh, it would be historic. Uh, it would be historic, and it'd be undefeated in district play, and you'd be the number one seed going into the playoffs, and that means you host a game in week one, which, as far as I'm concerned, means you're either the champion or you're the runner-up in the district, no matter how. And then if you win that, you're hosting a game in round two as well, right? And so they they um, also have have lapped the field if they win tonight. You know, they've taken on. Every, but it's the first meeting between these two teams. Um, 
Miss Sarah Hawkins, by the way, who was our middle school band director, she went to Seneca as the director when she left Grayson County. Okay. So that's my only well, connection with Seneca High School. Seneca has, I mean, some, some big names that have gone there. Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer went to Seneca? Went to Seneca okay. and uh, Unsel. Uh, West Unsel. Yes, went to Seneca as well. Grayson County enters a 6-1 and one record. Seneca is 3-3, three and three, so they're 500. What do we read into their record? I read into it how you want. They are one and one in district play. They lost to Moore two weeks ago, ten to nothing. Grayson beat Moore twenty six to six. Now, from what I've been able to, Seneca, I I won't go on my rant. I told myself I win it. Has only put in four games of stats out of the six. So because of that, it's hard for me to learn a ton about them because they haven't theoretically posted stats for a game in a month. But apparently from what I've heard is that their starting quarterback did leave at halftime of that game. We don't know whether that was injury. We don't know. No idea as to what, what potentially it could have been. So does that mean, is that the reason why they lost the more 10 to nothing? Or did Moore play really well? I, I, I don't really know. It, it could be a mix of, of just about anything for that. And then they beat North Bullet, who Grayson County beat as well. So they, read into it how you want. Were they also idle last week? They were. Okay, so both teams have a week off. For fall break, and I know after the game two weeks ago, um, you know, Coach Jones cautioned. You know, he wanted them. He said there are different ways to approach fall break. You know, and they've done it about three different ways. And this year was they were kind of giving them a break, but also telling them you got to be ready to play when you come back because there's a lot at stake. So you're hoping that the team, by having a little time off, that there was not any atrophy. My guess is there have been some lively practices this week. I would imagine so. I do know that, I mean, really Grayson County's had some success after the bye over these past couple of weeks as well, uh, seasons as well, so hopefully that can that can continue because, I mean, I, I think that this game is what will make the practices lively this week because you have the opportunity to do something that doesn't happen here. Sure. So not only that as the team, but you've got kind of a dynamic duo involving Chaffins and Hanshaw, they can kind of set a new benchmark. Yeah, what we've been trying to look, and if someone knows, make sure to to let us know that we're not sure that there's really ever been a 1,000-yard passer in Grayson County football history. We know that there have been, I think, 12 or 13 prior 1,000-yard rushers. So now you have the opportunity to have both of them in one season of having a 1,000-yard rusher in Caden Hanshaw He's 165 yards away from that, and Colby Chaffins is 244 passing yards away from being an 1,000-yard passer. And you could potentially have both of those in one season, which would be an unbelievable accomplishment. I want to ask you a question before we, uh, before we talk specifically about Seneca. The Marshall County game, I don't think I asked you this two weeks ago. I think I was driving, and this question came to me, so I'm trying to pull it from, from memory where I filed it away. Is the Marshall County game... The best thing to happen to the Cougars or the worst thing to happen to the Cougars this season? I think it's the best thing. You do? I do. I, I think it's the best thing now. And I think I even, and I've been meaning to go back and re-listen to my post-game interview from that because I think I asked Coach Jones that. And I think I said, I know you. I know you never want to lose. But how you make a loss a good thing? And was kind of my question or something along the lines of that. And I think that that kind of was the moment that, now that came out a lot of weird in it because you had the delay you had the rainstorm marshall county had a kicker who was unbelievable it's mm-hmm. a lot of weird in that game yes august 25th yes mm-hmm. it's, so read into that how you want but i think it did turn out to be a good thing because now i mean you haven't lost since 
I also think that's the week where the Be the Hammer stuff got turned up. It did. Yeah, and be, I think that made a difference. And and that's kind of what it would, because I know Coach Jones wasn't necessarily happy with the physicality. They got out physical in that game, and that's not what he wants to do because the next week they went up against maybe the most physical team on their schedule all year in McLean County. And I remember my, uh, Coach Jones told me after the game that McLean's coach came up and said, man, like, you guys, every time we play you, you guys just kick our butt. And he was like, that was some of the best, you know, compliment that he could have gotten from an opposing coach because that's what he wants. Now, these new district schools that we're with, they love the new district so long as Grayson County's coming to their place to play. But when you go from Seneca High School and you load up and you travel to Litchfield, Kentucky, I would imagine there's some level of disorienting for Seneca. Yeah, I mean, it it because North Bullet and Bullet Central have at least come to Grayson County. I mean, North Bullet's basketball team has been here a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Bullet Central played in the uh, in the Holiday Classic last year here, so they've at least some of the kids have experienced it. But more in Grace, and I don't even know more in Seneca. Any teams have ever come to Grayson County High School? Well, they also have not had to sit in the nonsense traffic on I sixty five to get to the game. <laughs> that that is true. They haven't had to leave Louisville until uh, they play Grayson County. I guess Seneca did play at North Bullet, so I guess te- technically but that they, doesn't get them into the traffic. It doesn't. Snarl, no, it doesn't. You know? So no, that that adds to it as well. Is it, that it, it, it's because even well, I guess Bullet sent or North Bullet would have had to. Uh, when, when they, they came, came here, here two but, weeks ago. But, the, you know, it's a hassle for fans. It's a hassle for team. Uh, you know, you your timing gets thrown off. You show up at schools late. And it's important to keep that, uh, keep yeah, that routine. Coach had the, Jones had that happen at Bullet Central. Yeah, they showed up, what, 30 minutes before kickoff? Something like that? So, yeah, pretty close to it. So Jeremiah Towns is the starting qu- quarterback for Seneca. But is he the player that you thought left? Correct. So we don't know for sure. I don't know. <laughs> uh, only four games of stats listed. Yep. Passed for 632 yards. Rushed for 350. He is their do-it-all guy. Yeah, the The game runs on his. If he's playing, it's going to go through him. He's going to. If you slow him down, Seneca becomes beatable. Now this. I mean, this is a tough game for the Cougars. So read into that. Don't read into that three and three record. I mean, this yeah. is probably the hardest game that Grayson County has. Now there's another name, Terrence Wilson. He's kind of the Swiss Army knife. Yeah, 200 yards rushing, 150 yards receiving. Uh, talented guy, a guy that they're going to just try and get the ball in space as much as they can. Their defense is a little stingy. Yes, just like Grayson County. Based upon what we know, given up their. <laughs> well, this I actually can because I can say that they've the given up the, teams. the third fewest points. I see. Uh, in the class, trailing only the Cougars and Atherton, so it's kind of all in that this neck of the uh, the district plays. So that's uh, it's good because I mean that's the stat that matters the most as a defense is points. So the playoffs are locked up, obviously. So you got that one, you know. Yeah, great. That one's in the playoffs. Of. So now you control your own destiny, as as Coach Jones has said multiple weeks. The district title runs through uh, Litchfield. And so the Cougars have an opportunity to capitalize tonight. And um, if they lose, there's, what, are we going to draw straws? Uh, we, have to, we have to do calculus. <laughs> calculus. Uh, will will there be an abacus involved? Potentially. I know an accounting firm if you need one. Okay, we'll have, to, we'll have to call your dad maybe to help us do that. So if the Cougars do lose tonight, just because we do have to talk about that, there, there would potentially open up the, a three-way tie. And from what I can understand, that would be broken by the RPI. Now, as of this second, Grayson County does have the highest RPI, which would then mean that they would theoretically still be the number one seed in the playoffs. Uh, But that also runs in that if Seneca wins and 
Moore would drop a game, that Seneca would be the one, Grayson County would be the two, and we just have to get crazy. So here's right. the best part. Cougars win tonight. They're the one seed. No math needed. That's the best part about it. You have home field advantage. You have a lot of momentum. You're rested, and you should be healed. If, if the person's going to get healed, they're probably healed for tonight. You should have all the momentum. You should have the crowd at senior night, which can you know cut both ways. So it's right there. You're yeah. in the driver's seat to decide the outcome. And you mentioned that crowd. And come out and support these guys tonight. I mean, it's going to be great weather. It's five bucks to get in, so it's not too much on that. Uh, you'll be able to uh, probably hear some of the band. You'll be able to see Alea cheerlead. Uh, I think you're giving away free headshots, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, uh, yeah, you'll be signing yeah. autographs. I out declined. Front. I passed on the kissing booth. They asked. I said, no, no, no kissing booth. I can't do that. They had but, to shut uh, that down post COVID. Had to shut that down without a doubt. But yeah, so it should be a. It Come out should and support be these night. guys, and more importantly, they deserve it. Uh, volleyball lost to Mead County what, Tuesday. Yeah, how would uh, the rest of their week go? I do want to thank Shane Decker for hopping on the mic. Oh, he came he up to me on? and he said he had to. Uh, Show Kaler how it's done mm. as far as uh, on air. In that game, I mean, you look if you go and you just look at it, you see they lost to Meade County three to nothing. Yes, they did. But all th- of those three sets, it was by a combined six points. So all of them were by two. It's 27-25, Great match. Okay. Uh, they swept Ohio County last night to close the regular season. They will play Edmondson County on Monday at Whitesville Trinity in the twelfth district semifinals at seven o'clock. At Edco at Wittrin. Versus Edmondson County. Yeah. Yes, at okay. Whitesville Trinity. All yes. Right. Uh, Lady Cougar Soccer. Uh, their week ended, uh, well, their week ended in a completely different way, but to uh, bring us up to speed on Lady Cougar Soccer, uh, other than they're looking for a coach. We touched on it, I guess, on Monday that they picked up their first win in the region tournament since 2016 with a win over Muhlenberg County over the weekend. Uh, they lost Monday night in the semifinals to the eventual champion. Davis County, and then uh, came out. We released it last night that Coach Bailey Van Meter announced that she is stepping down as the head coach of the Lady Cougars. Running down one kid is uh, enough. Uh, trying to wrangle two is probably, and a soccer program is probably more than a person wants to sign up for. So th- I think that was her excuse. She wants to spend more time with her family. Yeah, and I know that I, if you go and you read the, like the comment section on our Facebook page, multiple parents and kids were all commenting how, like yes, they one hundred percent understand that you that mom comes first. Yeah, absolutely. So and they'll begin to a search to fill that vacancy. Um, I she guess did a really good job too. Um, I know she was helpful with you, you know, in the being out there and covering the program. So we we are grateful for that. Boys soccer uh, had their region quarterfinals. Yes, they lost to Ohio County in the third region quarterfinals Sunday afternoon. So they closed their regular season. I uh, touched on it Monday. Landon Ski's uh, high school career came to an end, but in um, in great fashion. Yeah, he had a strong end to his career in the KHSC State Tournament, which is where every golfer wants to end their year and end their career is at the state championship. I know Coach Embry was, was thrilled with the way that uh, – he performed all season long. I can tell when the cross-country team is active because they put the cones up across Charlie Crane Drive there on 62 because the, the cross-country course cuts through there and they have to cross the road there. So they've been busy this week. Yeah, last night they had the Rough Nolin Conference Meet held there at the uh, high school. And then on Tuesday they had the middle school version of that. Because I know as I was walking into the uh, 
Walking into the volleyball game, I had somebody pull up, coming in the wrong way at the mm-hmm. high school. So I'm like, you're clearly not from here. <laughs> he puts the window down. Is this the elementary school? I was like, no, no, you got to go over there a little bit. I had not heard Reagan Coffee's name this season. Of course, I heard Houston Brooks' name a bunch. He finished fourth. But uh, Reagan Coffee. Yeah, Houston Brooks finished fourth last Saturday at the Davis County Classic in Owensboro. Reagan Coffee, a seventh grader, was the top finish, though, for the girls. So that's a good sign. So they will get to cool their jets this weekend, but they still got... Um, Region is next week. Next, so we'll next talk weekend. about that a little bit All more right, next we'll week. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, Cougar Conversations, they were here uh, yesterday. Uh, Aaron and Ashley Bell, uh, you'll sit down with them. Tonight at halftime, did you learn anything revealing? Oh, lots of lots of good information. Okay. We spent five minutes talking about Devil Went Down to Georgia. <laughs> uh, I tell you, I got it. I got it. I, I I'm kind of impressed. I apparently have been entrusted to be included in the inner sanctum of the Twin Lakes Marching Classic. So there's a private, like there's a band app. Like I even have an app. Oh, wow. And I get to see correspondence between directors and logistics. And so I feel like, oh, okay. I did, did feel you, really Did you find honored. some valve oil? I have yet to find any valve oil. I found some Valvoline mm, oil. I, and I don't know if that will work no. similarly. I've got or some not. slide oil potentially. I don't Do know you if have that some, will... some slide oil. I've got m- multiple kinds of oil, but Valvoline is the closest to valve that I'm mm-hmm. going to be able to get. Uh, but anyway, that's tomorrow. Senior recognition is at 1 30. Uh, the banner is at 145. First band is at 2. 21 bands performing, 20 in competition. It's, what they say, $10? Yes, $10 for all day. And um, the biggest band contest in the state of Kentucky this year is tomorrow in Litchfield. So, and you get to, did I even mention Mr. McGee's going to be there? Oh. Well, we hope that he is. I know he has intentions of of being there every year, but... Uh, looking forward to seeing him. So anyway, there's your Cougar Sports Report. Uh, senior night at 545, and you'll carry that tonight? Correct. We'll have that stream live. There are your, your seniors, and I know that they're also going to be recognizing some cheerleading seniors and so on. I think band seniors well. are also getting uh, yes, recognized. Yes, and uh, cross-country seniors as well. So it's all kinds of seniors getting recognized. We'll have that at 545, and then, nope, that's not it. That, that also happened tonight, 630. And then you'll see I'm a senior. <laughs> senior citizen. <laughs> yeah, senior citizen will be there. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. More on the way here on In the Nup. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by Litchfield Memorial Chapel, offering compassionate professional service to Grayson County. Their experienced staff is here for you. Uh, funeral services, cremation, pre-need arrangements. Visit litchfieldmemorial.com for all the information. Where they ask, did you know ancient Rome had a rent-a-chariot business? Matter of fact, they had multiple rent a chariot businesses in ancient Rome. Did you rent one? I never. I, I always. Uh, I didn't rent to own. I just owned. My my oh. chariot was always. It was always was a little. You, you and the always, sheriff always a little beat up, but yeah, you know, had my. I was blessed to have. It was a used chariot, but mm. I mean, it was a hand me down chariot, but it was fine. Uh, you and the sheriff go riding out on town. Mm, yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, so, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that ancient Rome had that, but. You don't really think of was it Hertz? <laughs> oh, Hertz Enterprise oh, yeah. rent rent a chariot. Hertz. Okay, go ahead and get um go ahead and get a blank sheet of paper and get a uh, pen because I want you to write down. I don't, don't want you to miss any of the weekend movie premieres. Oh, I'm going to give you a full list of the weekend movie <laughs> premieres. Like, Sam and I are over here getting paper. Get ready to 
Get ready to write this down. All right, you all ready? Everybody got a piece of paper out? Should I just go ahead and put 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 it on the screen? Uh. New new in cinema today. Uh, Taylor Swift: The Eras Tour. It's a PG thirteen documentary music, and uh, comes to the big screen thirteen at six p.m. tonight. Do I? It's thirteen. Yeah, PG thirteen. Interesting. And um, expected to do like one hundred and fifty million dollars. But I got the set list from the concert film. It's you just need to hand it over forty songs, and so I don't. I mean, I know the the show apparently is really well done, but there are different chapters in the show. There's a lover era, fearless, evermore, reputation, speak now, red, folklore, nineteen eighty nine, surprise songs, and then called Midnight's Era. She doesn't do forty songs a night, does she? I think no. I think she one hundred percent does forty songs a night. Yeah, I think. Gosh. I think. Because I, I mean, I think that's one thing that you can you can say what you want about her, but like I've, I've ever, I mean, it is it like she goes in like if you go to her concert, mm-hmm. you're getting your money worth. Yeah. How long is that going to last? Like on her her vocal cords and her body, like how how long that's, can one? Now we know in the modern the modern technology and entertainment era, you can you can get a lot of help, you know, in the process. And I'm not saying she's not performing, and I'm not saying she's not singing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the load isn't as heavy as what if you use some of the magic tricks that are available yeah. to provide a good production experience. So, but I'm, that's not to under that's not to soft sell. You stand up and do forty songs a night with the choreography and the activity. I presume she's not wearing flats, and you know just the costumery mm-hmm. itself that has to be a workout. So I mean, kudos kudos to her. She was at Arrowhead last night, but it's now funny because. It was the prime. Uh, it was the prime video. Uh, it was the prime video uh, game of the week last night. Al Michaels had to balance. They couldn't ignore it. But Al Michaels, being the legendary broadcaster, also didn't just want to overdo the Taylor Swift coverage. So now they're trying to find Surprised a balance. He even knows who she is. Out of that, oh, Al Michaels. He's good. Hey, he called the miracle on ice. So he knows. He knows all. I mean, he, he was Marty Burnham's predecessor. That's right. Uh, and speaking of. Female icons, Priscilla, the new movie about it's it's the Elvis experience from the Priscilla side. So from a young woman to when she met Elvis, what it was like to be married to him, and then the you know the post Elvis era. It is a Sofia Coppola produced movie. It will be in theaters everywhere November third, and the trailer is out today. I don't know. You know, he's just. Do we need this? Elvis is iconic. You know, you say Elvis. You know, no one says Elvis who. Elvis. But to see it from her lens might be interesting. I think a lot of people really like her. So. I mean, she's got first name status. Yeah. You know, you also don't have to say Priscilla who. Right. Priscilla. That Priscilla. Mm -hmm. Darling. New study says Disney princesses improve self-image and confidence in kids. Not surprising, but nice to have it confirmed or perhaps reaffirmed. Uh, We see that, Mm -hmm. don't we? And Mm -hmm. we see that she takes on, you know, Alea takes on the different personalities almost seasonally of Disney princesses. Mm -hmm. You know, she'll lock onto one and explore and... You know, get to know it, and then she'll move on to another. She doesn't just she have had, one. She had the the pirate princess, or, or sure, I 
Yeah, I don't know. I know she was in there because she it, walked it, into my office mm-hmm. one day and she had like the a wig, wig. wig on mm-hmm. and I was. Mm-hmm. I hope it's somewhere in a dark black hole never to be found. The one, the one that she <laughs> was. reminder about it tonight. <laughs> no. The one she was committed to the longest was Elsa. You know, she was in on. Uh, Elsa, Queen Elsa was the first and the longest. Probably. But she's had an experience, you know. Then she likes she likes Pocahontas. Yes. <laughs> you know, she likes. And uh, legendary, this legendary song, the founder of, co-founder of the Isley Brothers, Rudolph Isley, has gone on in at age 84. I bet you've not been to many wedding receptions where this song has not ended up as being part of the set list. A little bit softer now. A little bit softer now. So, Rudolph Isaac's gone on in at 84. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, wrap it up for the week here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. So, we let off the show. Talking about Friday the 13th. And, honey, I know you said you you like Friday the 13th. Yeah. But do you buy in to the superstition? It's just more of a... I just think it's cold. uh, We think that it's rare. But Friday... The 13th is more likely to fall on a Friday than any other day, which I found to be odd. Okay. So, Sam, do you buy into the Friday the 13th stuff? It's just... It's there. Have you ever... Do you know why? Do why we consider it unlucky? Oh, oh, I thought you were asking, do you know why I don't care? care?" I was like, (laughs) well, I... Well, quite frankly, I just don't care. (laughs) Well, both Friday and 13 have carried negative connotations throughout history, you know, um, obviously from a biblical perspective. But the Last Supper... Judas was the 13th guest. Guest, So you had Jesus and the 12 disciples, and Judas was last. So that's part of it. Uh, Friday is also believed to be the day that Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden. I don't know if it's because they journaled, uh, if they sent a text about it, or they logged. I don't know how they know this, but supposedly. And um, other countries do believe, you know, hotels and cruise ships, and they don't have... They don't have the 13th floor, 13th deck, but they're not fooling anyone. If you're on the 14th, you're on the 13th. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they can, <laughs> they, they would almost have to create one and not let anybody occupy it because I don't care how you label it. You're still the 13th one if there's no 13. In Italy, actually, 13 is believed to be a lucky number. The same goes in Egypt and China. Friday the 17th rather than the 13th is the day of bad luck in Italy. Leave it to the Italians. And in Spanish-speaking countries, Tuesday the 13th, or Martes Trece, is considered a day of bad luck. Greek pop, uh, Greek people also consider Tuesday and especially Tuesday the 13th to be unlucky. So, And as I, I've reminded you many times, if the first day of the month is on a Sunday, the Friday the thirteenth, you're going to have a Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> so just so when that lines up, it can be Thursday the twelfth. It can be Wednesday the eleventh. It's all and you can have, you can relative. theoretically have back to back Friday the thirteenth in months, February March. Theoretically, that can happen. Today's highlight in history: this date in 2010, uh, rescuers in Chile using a missile-like escape capsule pulled 33 men. One by one to fresh air and freedom 69 days after they were trapped in a collapsed mine a half mile underground. I remember watching that. It was quite, it, it, it had the world's attention, didn't it? Uh, then they made a movie about it. 
I shortchanged you all on the TV schedule, so I don't know if there's anything. Cougar football. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jada's story, if you want to hear more Jada Pinkett Smith tonight on NBC. Tomorrow, 90 Day, The Last Resort. SNL is tomorrow night, season 49 premiere. Sunday night football on NBC is the Giants at the Bills. What do the Bengals do this Bengals week? Bengals host Seahawks at noon. And Encanto is on ABC if you've not seen that. Or even if you haven't want to see it again. Don't be talking about Bruno. Is Nobody <laughs> come in here Monday talking about is Bruno. Is Alea in on that one? Yeah, she likes it. I don't think she's sold out for it, but I think she likes it. Uh, okay, so I did the highlight in history. This date in 1775, the United States Navy had its origins as the Continental Congress ordered the construction of a fleet. Birthdays today, Paul Simon is 82. Sammy Hagar is 76. Remember that time he sat behind me on an aircraft to San Francisco? True story. John Ford Coley is 75 today. Marie Osmond is 64. I never can remember if she was a little bit country or a little bit rock and roll. <laughs> I think I think Marie was country. I think Donnie was rock and roll. I'm not 100% certain of that. And Jerry Rice, the Football Hall of Famer, is 61 today. He's a new pitch man for NFL Plus. I saw that commercial last night. Yeah, he, he still looks good for 61. He's got like 1,500 catches or whatever the number is. He's got all these catches, but my biggest catch is NFL Plus. And he shows his cell phone. I'm like, okay. Gone but not forgotten, L.L. Bean in 1872, Nipsey Russell in 1918. Melinda Dillon was born this date in 1939. Melinda Dillon played Ralphie's mom on A Christmas oh, Story. Okay. She just passed away in January. And this uh, Kelly Preston was born this date in 1962, the former Mrs. John Travolta. She was in Jerry Maguire and a bunch of other things. She didn't die too long ago, did she? Um, I have the date down there, but, yeah, she, she died way too young, of course. All right, let's go to Chart Toppers. I'm trying a new chart topper, but the queuing is different, so it's maybe kind of a mess. 1959, Fleetwood's number one with Mr. Blue. Okay. That one might that one might be in uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, is that Mr. Blue? All right. Number one in 68. I still remember when he, did, he sang this with the opening games in 2012, the 2012 London Olympics, and everyone sang along. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, my favorite part is the ju 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 <laughs> I'm I'm just glad that Roger's not going to get mad at you for playing that Beatles song. There are some that I know he would get mad at you for. You think I really care? I was going to say, <laughs> I can't want... Well, at least it's not a George Harrison one, because I know that that I've learned is what he... I don't remember that I've ever tuned in to the Roger Lush show. <laughs> <laughs> Miko. Where's Bill Murray? Speaking of Nothing but bar wars. Did you say Miko? Like M as a mouse? Yeah, that was the I group M-E-C-O. The, okay. the second so part of that of is almost better than the original. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did Roger say he was going to be this weekend? You're going to be in Danville, but he He's was going to be, be in London. London. 
London. Oh, I see London. I see France. Last Tiger, number one. In 86. Let's see. I got to choose wisely. See what I have left. Ah, right. No shock. This is where you're headed. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is without a doubt. This is my favorite Katy Perry song. Hands down. This is without a doubt. Twenty thirteen. Maroon Five, She Will Be Loved was number one in 04. And uh, Harry Styles was number one a year ago today with As It Was. Listen, if this if this song doesn't make me want to like jump over mountains and run through walls, then I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with it. They should play this at, at Paycor Stadium. I don't know I don't know that I've actually ever heard this get paid. I mean <laughs> Bengals already have their theme song. It's it's a pretty it's it's hard it's hard to beat GNR. All right, good luck to the Cougars tonight. Uh, good luck to all the people running the band show tomorrow. It takes a whole bunch of people to do that, and there's a reason it's the biggest uh, contest in the states because it's a great one. And um, see you uh, back here on Monday, and we'll all compare notes. Sam, have a safe trip to Danville and back. Yes, and and so, to Cincinnati. I gotta. Oh yeah, you gotta go on to that for the. Seahawks coming to town. MB's proloism for today, stay close to people who feel like sunshine. Stay close to people who feel like sunshine. MB's proloism for today. Remember, God loves you and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.